0: Good evening, everybody. We're going to give everybody a couple of minutes to jump in. We are streaming tonight through YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, and of
1: course our studio, Riverside. And y'all may or may not see
0: Yang slide in and out. Um, It looks like she may
1: be having some technical difficulties. All right. We're just going to give Yang another second to come back in. I'm back. There she is. (laughs) So. If her video comes in and out, it's,
0: you know, when you're traveling and as busy as we are, we can't always help those things. So right. she, if the video freezes, hopefully it comes back. If not, you see her beautiful face anyways. So give her a little bit of time as her stuff comes in and out. But we're going to go ahead and... Start with our disclosure, as always. We make sure we place at the beginning of every single call because we want to make sure it's the best thing that you hear. So we're going to go ahead and start the disclosure now. Ying Yang, the podcast does not own rights to any background music or noise you may hear. This podcast is completely opinion-based and may include adult content, adult language, and verbiage not suitable for any underage viewers. Information found in this podcast may not contain exact accuracy as it is opinion-based. Please listen at your own risk. All right. So now that we got the podcast disclosure done, we're going to go ahead and move on from that. Now, I've gotten a lot of questions about when we're going to be back on TikTok. So we took a break from TikTok just for the month of December um, while we get a few things in order. And we will be live back on TikTok with our January sixth episode, which is our first episode next year. So you'll be able to see that. Um, we're gonna go ahead and kick off the beginning of our podcast with the history of Christmas. Who knows the history of Christmas? Anybody? Uh,
1: I don't know. All right, no problem.
0: So, (laughs) with that being said, the history of Christmas is kind of, kind of controversial, but isn't that like everything in today's society kind of controversial? Um, so, these celebrations commemorated Christ, Christ's birth, Christ's mass, Christmas, so, in the first recorded Christmas was in England in 1038, 1038. I don't know how you would say things. We say 2023, so maybe they said 1038. I mean, maybe they didn't count that, the numbers of the years back then, but 1038. So, but also like early celebrations of Christmas are thought to have derived from Roman and other European festivals that mark the end of the harvest and the winter solstice. So with that being said, you know, Christmas for a lot of people means a lot of different things. You know, it is considered a religious holiday for some, for some, it is just a holiday get together with their family and something that they enjoy and they want to do. Um, so for me, I am not your super religious type, however, I believe. And so it's a mix of both for me. Oh, sorry. Y'all see my shirt. It's notorious. (laughs) I found this shirt out when um, I went out last weekend and I had to have it for this episode. So it's notorious. All right. Moving on. So for me, Christmas is not just. It's not just a holiday. Because there's so many traditions that families build into these things. And as you get older, those traditions change. And it can become hard sometimes when those traditions change. And it can be hard sometimes, you know, when you grow out of those traditions. One of my favorite traditions growing up was um, that our entire
1: family would go to the Festival of Lights for Christmas and but the festival of lights is is hmm, how do i explain this so it's a very
0: large park it's james island county park in charleston south carolina and it's a huge park and They decorate, all these different businesses contribute and decorate every year this big design. And we would drive through it every Christmas Eve and get out, go have hot cocoa and go make s'mores over the fire and walk around Christmas land. It was, it always was my favorite thing to do with my family. Um, And, you know, as you get older, you know, I personally was the first person in my family to move away. And I came back most years for that, but then after I got married to my ex-husband, I had no longer came back for those kinds of traditions, so I had to start creating my own traditions. So, the biggest thing about Christmas traditions is the fact that, you know, it's something that you create with your family. Um... That was just one of our biggest Christmas traditions. We also did a, a million other little things and tried to even make new traditions, but it didn't always work. Um, the Festival of Lights was just kind of our thing. In fact, my little sister was there. So like our family, that was the tradition. This year, however, me and my mother live out five hours away from there. So we are going to start making new traditions um sheena does your family have any traditions that y'all did like every christmas eve or every christmas
2: not really i mean we had to wait until you know everybody got up to open up all our presents at one time but we really didn't have no traditions we were just you know together
0: did y'all like open up did y'all open like a one present the
2: night before we did that? That's why I asked. <laughs> oh, no, we didn't do nothing like that. Like, we kind of like, every now and again, I remember us like trying to, you know, set out the cookies and milk thing. And we was always the one trying to stay, stay up to see if we can actually see Santa before we knew there was no Santa. So we, were, you know, always got caught our parents and ran off the bed you know they told us to go to bed because we got caught being up late but you know just that (laughs) we had no no set in stone uh traditions we just did stuff differently every year
0: was that you and both of your brothers that used to try to stay up and catch santa or was it just like a couple of you or
2: yeah no i was just me and my younger brother uh a lot of the times because you know we was um you know the demon kid so we was always rebellious
1: <laughs>
0: I love it I um, I remember and I don't want to say which one of my siblings it was but one of my siblings was really upset about the fact that my parents allowed Santa to break into our house every year um Because she was like, listen, he came through the chimney, supposedly, and we don't even have a fireplace here. So you told me, I think my parents told her that we left the back door unlocked for him. And so she was really uncomfortable with that. (laughs) You know, we're just leaving our back door open for some man to break in. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So we didn't really, we didn't really like talk about Santa a lot, but there was one rule in my house and I don't know if everybody had this rule, but if you don't believe in Santa, then you don't get presents from Santa. And that was always like the rule in our house. So if you said, you don't believe in Santa, you no longer get Santa presents. Um, you know, you get mom and dad presents. (laughs) So how old were you when you found out about Santa? I
2: was, uh, I think it was like eight or nine, maybe. That's a lot of your
0: age. Yeah, I, I, um, how did you I, find out?
2: You know what? I quite don't really remember, but I think our, um, you know how we kids talk. You know, one, one friend tell you you know there's no Santa then another friend y'all all all talking about it and then you go back and ask your parents and they don't deny it so something like that I don't remember (laughs) all of the details but something along that line
0: so I actually think that my little sister found out before I did because she asked my dad flat out and you know she was a she was a realist and so I guess he told her and then. I actually still believed that Christmas, but then Easter came around and our parents had gotten us a puppy. And my neighbor told me, hey, the Easter bunny's not real. And I was like, yeah, huh? The Easter bunny brought me a puppy. And he was like, no, I saw your mama's friend get out and bring that puppy in the house at 11 o'clock last night. Wow. And so I was like super embarrassed. And I was like, well, is the tooth fairy real? And he was like, no.
2: <laughs> tooth fairies. Not and my little real. heart was
0: broken. <laughs> my little heart was broken. I was like, the Easter Bunny, the tooth fairy, not real. And then I kind of looked at him and he was like, Santa, not real either. And it just, it broke my heart. It broke my spirits. It, listen, if nobody would have just flat out told me like that, I'd have believed in Santa till the day I died because I needed that magic of my
2: life. <laughs> oh, wow. You know what? I I am the complete opposite. Like, no, Santa's not going to get all this credit.
0: For... So does Adam believe, did Adam ever believe in
2: Santa then? When he was younger, I cut that, Um, you know what? I cut that shit off real early because it was on Christmas. He was, like, really upset with me. and He hurt my feelings because he was like, you know, I stayed up late wrapping all of these gifts that I brought. And I put from Santa on everything. And he was like, Mommy, you ain't buy me nothing. And I was like, you know what? From now on, Santa gets no credit. Because I bust my ass and buy all of these presents. I'm just going along with the can not your." you know, childhood spirit, saying it's from Santa, and he was upset that I didn't buy him anything. So you know what? From now on, you're going to know what I brought you. It came from out of mommy's pocket from now on. So yeah, he doesn't uh, believe in Santa anymore.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, he's a little old to believe in Santa now. However, uh, do you know what age you finally kind of told him like, "Hey, this is all my work. This is all my effort uh, to he be was put young. in."
2: He was like 5. I killed his spirit early. Yeah, he was young. He was like 5. Okay.
0: Do you ever feel do you ever feel like maybe you should have let him believe more or was that like a Was that a decision based on other decisions or just based on what you had going on?
2: No, um, I don't feel guilty and I don't have no regrets about it. Like I, my, my whole thing is like, you need to have a, you know, a reality, a realness about, you know, life and some things I just don't sugarcoat. And that was just one of them. Like, you know, i at the time, um, my ex at the time was, like, big into uh, Christmas. He was upset about, I, you know, kids have to have believe in Santa and it got to be Christmas, this, that. No, I'm like, you know, don't want to sugarcoat things because this is life. I don't want him to go out there in the world and he got he expecting one thing, and, and it's not the realest. So, yeah, I'm real with him about everything. Like, he doesn't know there's no two theory but you don't feel like that messed with
0: you don't feel like that messed with like his imagination or you know because a lot of kids go through that they don't learn to like you said like a little bit older like eight or nine but you don't feel like taking that childhood part away affected him at all
2: no I mean he still has his games he You know, he deals with his movies, you know, Disney. He knows make-believe, but I just don't think that it should be, like, you know, that make-believe crosses a line into reality. So make-believe, like, with cartoons and Disney movies, okay, you can have your imagination there, but when it comes to, like, made-up, traditions or made up stuff no no, I don't waste time like I don't feel like you know he should have an imagination not that he should have imagination but not dwell on that
0: well and I only ask because I, so it, and the only reason it surprised me at all is you're a writer so you know how big and important the imagination is for creativity So that's the only reason I was asking. I wasn't trying to say that I think it was wrong or right. I don't have kids, so I don't know the answer. Yeah, yeah, You know,
2: I don't know about that. (laughs) No, I was just trying to explain my reasoning. But, yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, I understand where you're coming from, like, you know, killing his spirit. But I'm, I'm just, like, didn't want to sugarcoat that or have him go through life you know I just didn't have the time really or the energy to sugarcoat something that's make-believe like sand under two prayer it was after his dad died and I was just like not in a place to put energy in and shit like that was like make-believe that type of thing so yeah I probably cut out some of his creativity and imagination I just didn't have the energy for it right
0: Sorry, y'all. I was blocking someone that's putting random comments into our Facebook live. Oh no. I don't know do that. if that's a link or what. It's a different language, so I just blocked it out. So hopefully that um go ahead and remove itself. Um but as we're talking, I'm I'm removing it also. So
2: cool, cool, cool. um
0: in fact, let's go ahead and Move that. All right. Comments gone. All right. So, okay. Well, so in that I understand where you're coming from because I'm a realist, you know, um, I don't even want to say I'm a realist. I'm an opportunist. Um, so I feel like believing the things and using my imagination, as long as I did as a child definitely helped me. It definitely made me me with my creativity, but I can also see why, especially in your circumstances and how hard you work to make sure the ends always met, why you would make the decision to tell him at a younger age, like, Hey, this, this isn't some imaginary guy that's coming in and doing this. This is your mommy working her butt off to to take care of you yeah. and show you that I love you.
2: Right. Like yeah, I, no, I completely yeah. understand yeah, that's where I was. Um, like, I'm a true realist at heart, but I was... My place was like, listen, I'm, you know, busting my butt trying to do everything. Keep a roof over the head, food, and buy Christmas. And you're upset because, you know, I put the um, from Santa instead of for mommy. So I nipped that in the butt because, like I said, it was after his dad died. And listen, I'm working too hard trying to code it together. So this... Santa Claus is not going to get credit. Sorry, not sorry. Right.
0: Yeah, no. And I completely understand the place that you were. And I'll say that because I know you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I will say that statistically, they say that, like, telling them younger can affect their creativity and imagination more as they get older. I don't believe that. I I personally, see, I I don't want to say I don't believe that. And I say that only because, like I know Adam, um, and he does have a very creative mind, a very creative mind, yeah, but I don't think he has the same imagination that other kids his age have, um, but I think that's because he sees the reality in the big picture, yeah, I don't think it's a bad trait, I don't think it's a bad trait at all. I think that Adam's one of the most well, versatile and intelligent people that I know, um, for his age. So, um,
1: no, I definitely don't think it's a problem at all. Um, but I do think that he, um, that he's super creative so it definitely didn't, doesn't affect his creative
0: abilities whatsoever as a person i've seen a lot of the creativity that comes from adam and it's phenomenal so as far yeah. as someone saying that telling them that young affects their creativity they're absolutely wrong and adam's proof of that
2: i just about
1: to say he is so proof of that because All right, it looks like Yang may be having a little bit of
0: difficulties again.
2: Yeah, Um, I moved to a different spot, but it seems like, you
0: know,
1: I'm hanging in there. You hear me now? Yeah, yeah, and we can see you. It just keeps freezing, and then it keeps throwing
0: you out. So everyone knows you're having technical difficulties. I just knew that you were in the middle of a sentence <laughs> and I didn't want it to sound like we were crazy. She so, said, yeah. um, cause I was like, wait, and she was in the middle of a sentence and it threw her out.
2: Yeah, I but... said, okay, I and I only had like two words left. That I was saying as it was kicking me out, but I was saying, Adam is proof that, you know, that's why I said I don't agree. Cause I have Adam as proof that, you know, his creativity was, wasn't shot. He's,
1: he's a great kid. Um, so I only wonder, and we
0: we'll, we don't know this because, you know, you have your, you had your one and done. So yeah. we don't have another kid to bounce it off <laughs> of, but I wonder if the second kid would have been the same or if Adam's just like the exception to the rule, you know what right. I mean? Cause he is really smart. So I feel like maybe he's the exception to the rule and not the rule, but that still, it makes it very confusing because they don't tell you, Oh, Hey, if your kid is you know in a higher intellectual level than these children then you should tell them earlier they're just like don't tell them until they're like eight nine no. nine i think they actually tell you not to tell them until they're 11 and by ever by 11 everybody knows
2: yeah i'd rather him believe that only thing that he i want him to believe in that he can't see is god above other than that like all that other stuff is uh Not a waste of time, but, like, I don't give it that much energy.
1: Um, no, I understand. So, cool. Um,
0: well, we're gonna move on to... And I don't know if you know any. I've just been, like, digging down this rabbit hole of crazy for the last <laughs> yeah. week. Um, yeah, uh, do you know do you know any of these strange traditions that people do around the world for I Christmas? I know people go
2: crazy around the world for Christmas. And it drives me completely insane. <laughs> like, I'm I, I starting to—and the older I get, the less my patience is. So, I hate—I don't want to say I hate Christmas— but I am annoyed uh um really and I can't tolerate Christmas music like if you I disown you and cut you out my will if you play Christmas music in my presence I guess so don't gang don't do it I don't like Christmas music
0: <laughs> So I actually am not a Christmas music fan.
1: I absolutely
0: hate the Mariah Carey Christmas oh stuff. <laughs> um, well, with that being said, let me just say that the last question of tonight was actually going to be, but we're going to ask it now. <laughs> Are you a Christmas fan or a Christmas Scrooge? Hmm. Uh, I'm a Scrooge
2: because I've been called a Grinch so, <laughs> I'm going to be like, I'm a Scrooge. Because, like, I have last year been called the Grinch by my coworkers because I uh, fussed at them about playing Christmas music in the office. Like, no, this is not what we're about to do. Because I won't be here for eight hours listening to this crap. No, this we are not about to do this.
0: <laughs> so, I... I think I'm kind of a mix. And I, so let me say this. Like, I love Christmas parties. I love Christmas games. I even like to buy people things for Christmas. I don't like to receive Christmas gifts. I don't like to feel obligated to buy Christmas gifts. And I don't like, even though I love to give Christmas gifts, I don't like to feel obligated. Like, So if you got me something, I'm going to feel obligated to get you something. I, That's why I don't like to receive Christmas gifts. I don't gifts. like none of it. Um, But but and I was saying this earlier as your like thing was going on and off, like you were getting thrown mm-hmm. out and back in and thrown out and back in. Um, <laughs> about how like one of my biggest like fun times in life, like the one time I knew that all of my family, like my immediate family was gonna get together was Christmas Eve. And so, for me, most of my life, like that was the one day I knew I would get to see like my sisters and my mom and my mm-hmm. dad. And so, Christmas Eve was always a really, really, really big deal to me. And we used to do like the same thing every year. We would go to the Christmas lights. Aww. We would roast marshmallows on the fire pit. You know we would go back now? to the house and we'd each open one present. Christmas
2: movie life type of growing up.
0: It's so funny that you say that. God, I wish my mom would get on this podcast, but I know she did. Um, But it's the only thing that was like really important to our family because it's the only tradition we ever created for ourselves Mm -hmm. and the only time we knew. And I was the first one in my family to like mess it up. And I don't want to say mess it up because nobody blames me or says anything like that. But I moved away. You know, when I got married, I moved away with my ex-husband and he was more or less like, you know, it's time to create our new, tra- our own traditions. And I didn't go back to the Festival of Lights. And I'm not going to lie, like it was really hard on me. I cried my eyes out the entire Christmas Eve because I just wanted to go down to trail, but it was a really far drive. So that's when I started missing Christmas Eve. And then of course, right after the end of my marriage that most of you know because of these podcasts that my father passed Mm -hmm. so like last year my mother did get to go to the to the christmas eve lights with with the family um and the year before that my little sister was proposed to at it it's just always been like a big staple in our family so um this year me and my mom are we're gonna start our own traditions now. Me and my mother are out here in the mountains. We're gonna go ahead and get up in the morning and do us some baking and make a bunch of fun stuff that we haven't made before. Oh, mail me some cookies. See how it turns out, and that's
1: how we're gonna start.
0: I huh? said, mail me
1: some cookies.
2: But that's the <laughs> only thing. That's All right. Well, only. we're gonna make some homemade. That's the only thing I like about Christmas is oh. the sugar cookies. The Christmas tree cookie. <laughs> Other than that, you can keep everything Christmas. I don't want no parts of it, but just give me the sugar cookies. You talking about the Christmas tree little debbies? No, I like those, but now I'm talking about the sugar cookies that um they shaped like Christmas trees and they got the little sprinkles on it.
1: Oh, I know what you're talking about. That
0: they be making it like the the food lions. Yeah, different places
2: like that yes so I had let me you want to hear something funny I had brought that's like I said that's the only thing about Christmas I like is the cookies so I brought me a whole tray of cookies and there were my cookies and Adam found the cookies he took the cookies to school and shared all the cookies with his friends because he thought I wouldn't mind if he ate all of my cookies. But he was like, he didn't mean to share them with his friends, but they just was asking him for cookies. Dude, you took a whole pack of cookies to school. Like, dude. So I was like, so I don't have no cookies? He was like, well, I'll buy you more cookies. No, because, like, those are my my christmas tree cookies like I', uh, so <laughs> i was like dude like okay i'm glad you're sharing christmas. but dang not I my
0: just, cookies i just sent adam a big old snack pack <laughs> i just sent him some christmas cookies for himself yeah we got
2: them and i i started eating them because he had you know gave away my good cookies so i, I was like good gosh glad you're sharing but not my cookies yeah <laughs>
0: oh that's actually hilarious i'm crying and i'm y'all just really gotta know adam's personality adam is not like a little kid he's a teenager he's really tall he's you know buff he can like walk by and swoop me up and just keep walking (laughs) this is this is a kid this is a, a big kid you know so it's one of those moments where like he doesn't mean to ever do anything no. wrong. And when he does, he apologizes. So it's one of those things where he's kind of like, oh, um, uh, my, I, uh, I didn't mean to share them. And you just got to know him to know how he would tell yeah. his mom that he stole her Christmas cookies. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that's too funny, yes,
2: my one one little piece of christmas is is gone, so that yeah, if you bake cookies, you know remember little people who you know do not have cookies for Christmas.
0: Well, with that being <laughs> said, I think that we're making zucchini bread and almond joy, <laughs> like homemade almond joys and some kind of oatmeal raisin bar. Um,
2: so I'm not really making sugar cookies. Okay. I'm sorry. Well, my fans out there remember me when you make sugar cookies in Christmas tree <laughs> shapes. But, you know... <laughs> we'll shoot you the not... P.O. box
0: to send them to. <laughs> I, I need... You, I need you will to keep Christmas. messing around. See, Yang's gonna mess around and she's gonna have all kind of cookies in her P.O. box, so... <laughs> Yes. I mean,
1: mine
2: was only from Walmart, but still.
0: (laughs) They were my cookies. Oh, I got a good question. I got a good question. Okay, go ahead. What was your favorite and least favorite Christmas present you ever got?
2: My favorite was a doll. I remember uh, when I was younger, it was like a Barbie doll, and I was so excited to get this doll then my dad was like oh you can't open it because it's a collector and you have to sit there in a the box how are you gonna tell a kid that she can't open a doll that you just gave her okay my bad trauma huh i'm sorry but <laughs> that was my favorite but as, tra- as traumatic as it is it was my favorite gift um My least favorite gift, I received some clothes. I think, you know, grandma, auntie, somebody gave me some socks and a sweater or some shit. And I was like, bruh, like, really? What am I going to do with more socks? I don't want socks for Christmas. Yeah, yeah, that's never a...
1: A fun
2: gift. Uh, As a kid, I I was excited to open up my gifts. You know, it was only till I got older uh, when I started really hating Christmas.
1: But right, what kid wanted clothes for Christmas? It was just an
0: excuse to have another present under the tree for clothes they had to buy you, anyways. Um. And I used to get mad when Santa brought me clothes. So I'd be like, how does Santa know my size?
1: Like, he's kind of creepy. Um. <laughs> right. Right. How does Santa know that I wanted these pants from Walmart? <laughs> right. Listen, I wrote a letter to Santa every year.
0: Every single year I wrote, I wrote a letter and, and I used to get really mad too,
1: because I didn't understand why Santa's letter was the only one that didn't have to have a stamp. Yeah, but I didn't know that. I didn't
0: understand why, how come Santa didn't have to have stamps, but I had to have a stamp to send a letter to my grandmother. I used to be been mad about that. <laughs> but, um, so I had two favorite presents as a kid. Um, my first one was a baby doll and it was one of them baby dolls that you
1: like, fake-fed milk to, and then it peed. So that, that, I was real little when I wanted that. But then my next favorite was a Furby. Do you remember Furbies? Dance, boogie, doo-doo-doo, doo do do.
0: Well, me and my little sister had gotten Furbies the same year. And anytime mine would go off in the middle of the night, hers would talk back. So, like, in the middle of the night through the house, you would hear our Furbies communicating with each other and having random Furby parties from different rooms. And it used to drive my parents absolutely nuts. Like, it got to the point where we kind of thought they were possessed and put them in a closet. But that was when I got it. It was like... <laughs> Listen, you should throw them in the trash. Them things are crazy. Um, And then my worst present... So... I have a rule about Christmas and I'm going to just put this out there for everybody that ever may know me in my future. There are two things you should never get for a holiday,
1: like for Christmas, cleaning supplies or household necessities. And yeah, well, no, like groceries.
0: And I know that as adults, we're like, oh, that would be great. Actually, if somebody got me some groceries for Christmas. But I'm talking about like your significant other. Y'all know
1: y'all got to buy groceries. But, and a vacuum cleaner. No. No, it was literally like them walking in first thing in the morning with a bunch of groceries and a vacuum
0: cleaner and throwing it on the floor and saying Merry Christmas and then leaving. But, you know, that's when you're in bad relationships, things like that happen, guys, all the time. However, (laughs) that's those are your hints, because I actually I grew up in a family where that was a rule. Like, you don't you don't get each other cleaning supplies for Christmas because and I was only a rule and it only came out of the rule as a rule, because my mom is, like, really hard to shop for.
1: Like, really hard to shop for. You had to, like, find out. Right, right. But back then, gift cards weren't, when
0: we were little, gift cards weren't as big as they are now. Like, you had to actually put in a lot of work to get a gift card back then. Um like when we were little. And so like, we would be like, well, what does she want? Of course we would buy my mom Bia stuff. We would like go to the flea market and we buy something that said number one mom and things like that to give to her. But for, and just so everyone knows who's streaming right now, I only keep looking down because we're getting comments on our Facebook and I want to make sure I circle back to that. So, um, but so My mom was really hard to shop for because she's super OCD, which is lovely. Um, I love that about her as a person now. I hated it growing up, but um, she's super OCD. And all she did was read and polish her nails. So we were like, well, what do you get somebody that only reads and polishes their nails? And, you know, we would be like, well, should we get her a book? And my dad would be like, well, she's not going to like that book. And so we went and get her books and it has got to a point where we're like, what do we buy her? Can we buy her cleaning supplies? And my dad was like, no, you can never get a lady cleaning supplies. So that's where the rule stemmed from. Right. So we have someone named Jamal Edmonds in our comments. And he said
1: that his favorite gift was a Hesh truck. Do y'all remember those Hesh trucks? And I really, yes, yes, yeah, listen, they those things are worth so much money now. Listen, your daddy should have told him not to open his box neither. Right. Them things are worth so much money now. And then he said his least favorite gift
0: was canned food. I don't know who gave that poor boy canned food for
1: Christmas, but that was dirty. I think I know who it was, but I'm not gonna say nothing. You hope it wasn't what? <laughs> I
0: don't I don't know if he's still watching or not, so maybe he'll give us an answer here in a second. <laughs> Could you imagine? You know how mad I would be if I opened a, a gift and it felt a little bit heavy and I opened it up and it was some spam? Like, I would be upset. <laughs> Whew. <clears throat> Sorry, y'all. I'm um, I'm still fighting whatever's going on. But um, listen, if, if if you gave me some spam for Christmas, I just, I need you to know that you will never be invited to my Christmas party again. Because I'm one of those all-outers. I don't know if y'all can tell, like, I got snowflakes around my eyes. I went <laughs> thanks, but um, I got my notorious shirt on. I um,
1: <laughs> I like to go all out and do those things. So so he
0: has not responded. He may not be watching anymore. Um, we'll find out. Um, but Jamal, if you do happen to come back on the Facebook live, um, inquiring minds would like to know what kind of canned food you received, so that we can determine whether or not it is Christmas worthy because there are some canned foods that could be Christmas worthy. I just want to put that out there. Like, I don't know like pear halves i might I might could do something with that on Christmas,
1: you know, I really like my pear halves, so i mean i don't I don't besides pear halves, I don't really know. <laughs> I know I'm trying to think of all the can. Maybe maybe canned sugar cookies. Listen, if it's not a thing, we just made it live here on December 23rd at
0: 1140 p.m. We have already copyrighted that. Nobody can steal that. We're going to
1: make canned sugar cookies. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to make sure Sheena gets some sugar cookies next year. We're going to ship them out tomorrow. Um. (laughs) Oh, let's see.
0: All right. So, he did come back on, and he said that what he got was,
1: like, boxed mac and cheese, some canned veggies, and cranberry sauce. Okay, Jamal Edmonds, we... (laughs) We need to know who gave you this Christmas
0: gift because we're going to blast them on our podcast, sir. We about to blast them. I don't care who it is. Tell me the name because I'm going to blast them. I'm going to put it all on the internet. We're going to tell
1: everybody. Y'all don't take no Christmas gifts from this person. Right, listen. Listen, and all you got to do is tell me to pull up. If you made me a plate for Christmas, that's all I need. I'm going to pull up and get it. <laughs> right, yeah, I'll, I will pull up for a plate. I'm not pulling up for you to give me no dang...
0: Um. Oh, so, okay, so Mr. Edmonds in the comments just laughed. He just laughed. He's not fixing to give up the name. He don't want us to tell nobody. So that means it was either a very close family member or an ex-girlfriend that he don't want me to know that I can't stay on the
1: podcast because he knows I'll call him out. (laughs) Listen,
0: and I just want to say, just in case, this was one of those moments where your dad was teaching him a lesson. I just want to say that I am very upset with your father if it was him. So if it was him, we need to discuss that another time. Um, I'm going to mail him some canned goods for his birthday. (laughs) I'm going to mail him back the
1: same canned goods. (laughs) Let me find out. Girl, you know that. Don't face that, man.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The shelf. Listen, i be calling that place, that part of the house
1: Narnia. Because it just goes forever and ever and ever. It's like a secret world. (laughs) All right. What happened to it? He sell it to gypsies or something. Either you or Adam. I know. That's why I laughed when I said that because. <laughs> cuz i knew i knew it wasn't adam i just wanted to give you an alternative to say it wasn't you <laughs> okay so i'm looking at just so y'all know that's i have this random oh
0: wow my phone looks pretty cool in the can't even see it okay so i am looking up all of the things that I was looking at earlier were all the strange, crazy traditions. Like, for instance, in Ukraine, for Christmas,
1: they decorate all the trees with spider webs. Like fake spider webs. Um,
0: instead of, like, putting Christmas decorations on their Christmas trees, they decorate their Christmas trees with these spider webs. Um, and I didn't really get into exactly why they do that,
1: but, you know, in the Ukraine, this is kind of weird, also, grown-ups place a pickle in the Christmas tree before they start to decorate it, but it doesn't tell me why they do that either. So they might
0: not be telling us why they do these traditions, but they do do them. They also, like Norwegians,
1: hide their brooms on Christmas Eve. Because it's said that the day before Christmas,
0: people across the the country, like it's bad luck if your broom is gets stolen or lost on Christmas Day. So the day before Christmas, they all
1: hide their brooms until the day after. You know, and I just don't know if, maybe we're weird. Maybe it's us. Um, Oh man, in South Africa, on Christmas Eve, they fry caterpillars and eat them. Um, okay. Um,
0: so goat on fire is something that accidentally became a custom. So, what it is is in Sweden, they have the Yule goat, um, which they decorate this goat every year. And then one year the goat caught on fire, and from that year forward, they have set it on fire. So, it was more or less an accidental tradition.
1: Um, I think it's, well, this is strange too. In Switzerland, they do a Santa Claus championship. Teams dressed up as Santa Claus battle each other to see who's the annual Santa Claus world championship holder. Yeah. I don't know, but could you imagine being a kid and showing up and there being 300 Santa Clauses fist fighting? Right. But isn't that kind of what every holiday is? I think me and you talked about this around
0: Halloween because we were talking about how everything has become so commercialized that... It's more or less, it's it's done. Like Christmas isn't supposed to be, and that's actually how I wanted to end our podcast anyway. So this is a perfect conversation for right now because Christmas is not supposed to be about the best toy that's out or the next new electronic or the new iPhone. It's not supposed to be about what someone can give you or provide you. Christmas is supposed to be about spending time with the, your loved ones and remembering, you know, that that christ was born that that we owe our lives to an entity and and i think that's a lot of where st nick came from i mean i know st nick was a real person but i think that's a lot of where the santa claus stuff comes from is having something else for children or people to believe in that they can't see that provides them good faith and and belief, you know? And, but it turned into such a commercialized thing because I know people that had traditions growing up where every year for Christmas, they would get a new pair of shoes and school supplies. And she was one of the happiest people that I met because to her Christmas wasn't about that Christmas was about spending time with her family and seeing family she hadn't seen for a long time and enjoying, you know, the time off of work away from the hustle and bustle of school to to live her life. And that's really what Christmas is supposed to be, but it's become so commercialized that your neighbors are rude, you know, people are fighting about over whose lights look better on the house. Um I'm not really a Scrooge. But the flip side of that is I definitely like I didn't decorate my house this year. I have a a lot going on in, in my, you know, outside life that I didn't take the time to decorate or anything like that. But the flip side is, is I still will get up on Christmas Eve and go bake with my mom. And, you know, we'll probably watch the Grinch
1: at some point and Christmas morning, you know, we'll still have Christmas dinner and things like that. But Right.
0: I am, I'm never going to be like, you'll, you're never going to find me at the Macy's Day Parade. That's my, my mom watches it every year. And I think it's beautiful that she does that and, and she watches it and she loves it. And I think it's great. And my mom loves Christmas music and, and I love those things for her, you know, but I'm not, I'm not the person that's going to decorate my house all out. And unless I'm hosting something, you know, if I'm hosting something, of course I'll decorate, of course I'll make it look Christmassy, but I didn't host anything here this year. So I didn't feel the
1: need to decorate. Um, I'm,
0: So, and that's why maybe you should just like move to certain areas because, you know, I frequented and practically grew up. I mean, I didn't grow up in them, but once I was old enough to move out, I I think I moved out when I'm, when I remember when I was 17, I lived in a trailer park and all of my neighbors had their Christmas lights up year round. So if you just move into a trailer park, Sheena, you don't have to ever take your Christmas lights down and you can even turn them on at night. So it's easier to walk to your mailbox. Because that's what all my neighbors did. So it's perfect. Like, and I'm sure that most of them probably left their tree up too. They just like put it in the closet or something during that time. So we'll just get you a, we'll get you a tree closet and we'll just leave your lights up and you'll be good. I mean, who's going to, who's going to say something? Who's going to know?
1: You know, and if they're that close to your house to know, you know, let sir get off my property, that's harassment, you know, so (laughs)
0: <laughs> listen i'm really mad that i just thought back my adhd just told me that i did some weird robot dance just now and i forgot that we're live so now i have a random robot in our christmas special episode so hope everyone enjoyed the robot move i was trying to save that for the new year's special man darn now i gotta think of a new dance for the new year's special i'm gonna have to like break out some You know, maybe, maybe I'll maybe I can learn kid and play before then. I'm lying, y'all. I can't do no kid and play. Um, my balance is too (laughs) right. My balance is too messed up for that. So, um, so the reality of Christmas for today's world is very commercialized. Um, and I don't want to say it's necessarily a bad thing. You know, I will say that Christmas time brings out the meanness in people, but I watch more people be humbled each Christmas that goes by than I've seen in a long time. You know, not everybody out here can afford luxury and lavish items. I'm not that person at all. You know, so if you show up at my house, you know, with a hug in hand, that's enough for me. You know, all I ask is that you show up you know that's kind of who i am right you know play a game with me like let's let's play some uno or
1: some monopoly or right And listen, and take those pictures and do that goofy
0: dance with your cousins in the middle of the yard. Because you never know, you know, next Christmas, your cousins might not be there. You know, take the take the stupid family picture that your parents ask you to take with your siblings, because you never know when your siblings won't be able to make it. Or should you know, God forbid, something horrible happened to them and you never get to see them again. Those little moments that people forget about or walk past, those are the little things that I personally like, that's what I treasure. You know, I don't need, I don't need all your money. I don't need you. I don't need you to bring nothing. You just show up. You laugh with me. You eat with me. And and let's, let's, just make a memory to remember. Um, and I. I don't know how we get the rest of the world to be like that again. Like maybe we can take out like Christmas stockings or maybe we tell kids that they have to buy their own Christmas gifts because they don't have jobs. They don't have any money. So um, we don't got to worry about them getting them. Um, (laughs) But I just, I wish there was a way to teach people younger the real meaning of Christmas before it's too late. Because what it does is it creates a lot of really tired, really stressed out adults. And there's that obligation, especially if you were a kid that like got everything you wanted every Christmas. Could you imagine growing up with the mentality? Like, okay, I got everything I wanted every Christmas. So now as an adult, I have to buy everything that everybody wants for them because
1: you grew up getting everything. How much, pressure is that on someone So I completely agree. Um we have
0: trying to see if there's any other comments on any of our platforms before we let y'all go we are three minutes away from christmas eve i really 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 hope that everyone has the best christmas and listen i don't care if you didn't Get anything or buy anything for anyone. If you make any attempt to at least be happy, give a hug to somebody or reach out to someone you haven't been able to reach out to this year because you've been super busy, then in my opinion, you had an accomplished Christmas. So don't let society tell you, well, and, and hot cocoa. I just want to put that out there. Listen, if nothing else fails, drink you a cup of hot cocoa. If you don't have no hot cocoa and you need some hot cocoa, you email me and I will mail you some hot cocoa because hot cocoa is just like a staple of Christmas. That's just my opinion. Y'all y'all need to drink some hot
1: cocoa.
0: Um, Oh, that's actually really good. Like I like like hazelnut creamer in my hot cocoa. It tastes really good like that. Um, I bet you'd be even better if I had some Christmas cookies to go with it. But, you know, Sheena already gave all hers away.
1: Um, (laughs) They probably loved every bite of it, too. Listen, to all those kids
0: out at Adams High School, if you enjoyed those Christmas cookies, you make sure you like our podcast, okay? It's the least
1: you can do for eating Sheena's cookies. (laughs) girl you better avoid them stores tomorrow unless you have to go (laughs) go ahead you can have them I said you could Um,
0: (laughs) but I will go ahead and we're going to go ahead and sign off of the podcast we want everyone to have a safe and blessed Christmas Eve and if you have any, If you need Sheena's P.O. box to send her some sugar cookies, just reach out to us. We'll give you her P.O. box. She accepts them any time of year. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> and if you don't do anything great, for someone else over the next 24 hours, then do something great for yourself. And just remember that Christmas is meant to be a positive and happy time to be around people. It's not meant to be this commercialized, crazy world that people have made it into be. Enjoy your family,
1: stay safe, and try to have a Merry Christmas, y'all.
0: Oh, and we got Christina Robinson and Jamal Edmonds both said Merry Christmas to us. Merry Christmas to y'all, too. So y'all have a great, great Christmas, and we will see you next Saturday for our New
1: Year's special. All right. Two people, two opinions, real talk.